Fuck me, Jesus Christ. Sorry, it's been a long week, lads. It has been a long week. My brain is... My brain is fucking mashed potatoes at this point. Brendan, to be fair, um, I, I don't... Fuck I... you in your fairness. Fuck off. <laughs> totally fucking fine. You won't goddamn notice it while you're playing. I think it's Rob versus the rest of us. I, 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 I've, 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 I've now joined the side of Rob. Over area 50. Wait. 50? 51? 64? 51? Fuck me. Jesus Christ. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome and thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Video Game Chat Podcast, a fortnightly podcast talking about games, tech, and other nerdy goodness. I'm Jordan and I'm joined by my co hosts, Rob. Hello. Gary. Hello. And Brendan. What would you do if Tom Cruise broke into your home and took a shit on the floor like an animal? We hope you enjoy this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We hope you enjoy this podcast. And if you want to join in, ask questions, or suggest other topics, we have a new Discord where you can chat about games and news with our awesome community. You can also follow and message us on Twitter at VGC underscore podcast. The links are down below. We have uh, been asking people on Twitter to rate uh, our podcast online on iTunes, and we have had a five-star rating on iTunes by Leisha85, and it says, been listening since the beginning, although I'm not a massive gamer, and it always makes me laugh, and is also very informative for the novice gamer. The four lads, uh, the four lads clearly are genuine friends with a lot of affection for each other, despite their frequent ribbing. <laughs> and it makes a really enjoyable podcast experience. Thoroughly recommended. That's very yeah, nice. It was Thank very you. nice. Very wholesome and lovely. Thank you. And so, guys, how have you all been doing since the last episode? Oh, very busy. I have moved into a shiny new flat. I've been spent a lot of time waiting for internet. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. But... Still waiting on a sofa, still waiting on a mattress. So, uh, fun. <laughs> but, <laughs> they yeah. still not turned up? No, they still haven't turned up. Sofa's supposed to turn <laughs> up this weekend. Mattress. Mattress is just gone. That's disappeared into the void. I've had to get a second one sent. So. You live in Glasgow, don't you? I do. Surely there's mattresses laying on the street in Glasgow. Oh, yeah, that's just what I want. Fucking <laughs> street mattress. What have you been sleeping on? Um, well, in the spare bedroom, which... It's, it's still fine, but, you know, it's not a king-size bed, is it? Sleeping in the bath, bath sort of pillows. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that does yeah. actually sound quite nice. As long as you're not leaning on the tap end. Yeah. What about the rest of you? Tap is off. Mm. Taps on. Taps off. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, what have you been up to? Shit, when did we last record? A while ago. Fuck, I don't know. I've been doing all. Yeah. The days are blending into one. Oh shit, I was looking after a cat. Yeah. 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 You, uh, Wait, did yeah. I cover that last time? No, we, no you, you was... just got the cat, didn't you? Yeah. I think that was just after yeah, the last Yeah, I've episode. lost fucking like lockdown. I've just lost all concept of time. Yeah. yeah, I was looking after a cat for a week and that was about it. Yeah, we posted on uh, we posted on the Instagram picture of the little cat he was looking after. Beatrice. Beatrice, that's the one. He now attempted to become a She's cat. She's gone man. now. She's and gone. I'm alone. Uh, She's not dead. For clarification. No. <laughs> she left. No, me. he did actually take good care of that cat. It wasn't just, oh yeah, mm. shit. Gary, what have you been up to? Yeah, pretty much same sweet old fuck all, really. Uh, gaming, as usual. You and I have been playing some Valorant. Quite we a bit. have, yes. We've been playing some Rooty Tooty, Point and Shooty. 
gotta say I, I quite enjoy it actually. Um it's got some real Counter Strike Team Fortress two vibes, which is really good. I, I and it's it's not as not as bad as I thought it was gonna be, to be honest. Um so I'm glad I gave it a shot and I'm actually really enjoying it. Yeah, it's it's good fun game. Um uh, it's free, so it's worth even just downloading and trying it, but yeah, it's it's very good. I mean it would be very nice uh if if uh some certain person on the podcast did download <laughs> it and try it. But uh but Brendan's alas. already done that, Gary. I don't know who you I know. Oh yeah, about. sorry, no, I'm I'm wrong. Yeah, Brendan's already tried it. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> the fucking silence. <laughs> <laughs> He's not blue screened again, has he? Rob? No, I'm still here. I'm still, He's still here. here. He's, <laughs> He's being very quiet. He doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to play Valorant. It's fine. No, I hope. I'm just. No. He's just not feeling it, Lance. just not feeling it. No, not just, even just not, not feeling, feeling it. it. I just do not give a fuck. <laughs> that has no appeal to me whatsoever. Fair enough. But. It's a shame. This week we did a. We have all been paying a bit of CFEs as well. We finally got Brendan to jump on board and sell the seven price Cs. Of one pound. Mm. Yeah. Not sponsored by Yeah, not sponsors. Hashtag not ad. <laughs> Hashtag unad. Unad. I like it. Unad. Yeah. Mm. But um, I, I remember, Rob, you, you mentioned that um, Wasteland 3 is coming out. That's yes. on. It's, Game actually, Pass. it's actually out now, isn't it? So. Um, it's a, it ca- I think it came out yesterday uh, mm. as of recording, and it is available on Game Pass. So. I will that, that will save me fifty play. quid. I might actually get the game pass then. It will save me fifty yeah. fucking pounds to play Wasteland Free. I might even down. Is it is it four player? Is it? It is four player co op. Oh, I might download it then if it's on Game Pass. So let's get in to the bulk of this. We, we, we've we've had a, a couple of weeks since the last episode. Obviously, we had uh, we had Mo on last episode, so we spoke a bit about what he does and all that. So we've missed out on a little bit of news. But we have uh, recently, as of two days ago, two days ago before we started recording, there was uh, the Gamescom, uh, was it called? One Night Live or whatever? Yeah. That's it was like a, a rib on uh, SNL. Yeah, something like that. And uh, but basically, Gamescom did their the event, which... Uh, well, they brought out a load of games for us to have a look at. So uh, we're going to go through and discuss some of those. And uh, we also, previously to that, there was the DC fandom. So Warner Brothers have also brought out a few games as well, which we can briefly discuss. I know not everyone's a big fan of uh, comic book games. I I am quite a big fan, but they came out with uh, the Batman Gotham Knights game. Did anyone see that trailer? I haven't, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but did uh, do a little bit of reading about how the co-op sort of aspects of it work, which game co-op for that sort of game would be quite interesting. It's drop-in, drop-out, and untethered Gary, which is one of our main complaints about co-op games. Uh, Fair enough. So you could be um, completely opposite sides of the city doing whatever you wanted. Your mission, I do a mission sort of thing, completely separate, and none of that. You're going to have to rubber band you over to your mate sort of thing, which, thank you. Basically, the the uh, it's not a follow on game to any of the previous Batman games. It's a a brand new Batman game, all of itself, where you don't actually play as Batman. No, because so, he's dead. Yeah, because he's died. The the basic the start of the game was Batman's dead. Here we've uh, he's left us left 
the four people that he trusts the most in the world to look after Gotham, and that is uh, Batgirl, Robin, the Red Hood, and Nightwing. Uh, obviously, for the two previous Robins being Nightwing and Red Hood, and then Batgirl being Barbara Gordon, the ex-commissioner's daughter, pre-being shot by Joker and uh, put in a wheelchair. But you yeah. play as those four characters going around Gotham, and each area of Gotham has been taken over by a different bad guy. So you've got Mr. Freeze, who's like one area, got the Penguin in one area, probably, the Riddler in one area or something. It's, been, it's basically you go around Gotham, sort of open worldy, four player co op. I think it looks really good. The one thing that did make me laugh, though, during the trailer was Batman says, Oh, I've. I've uh, I'm, I'm, if you're listening to this, I'm dead. But I've left you all the things that you need. Stuff might be out of da- um, might be a bit outdated, but it'll be what you need to to like defeat the bad guys. And in the next scene, you've got Robin literally teleporting and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, so the <laughs> the, the stuff's out of date, but you can teleport now. Okay. Oh, mad fuck. So, yeah. So there's a recording where he says, if you're like hearing this, I'm dead. He's alive. He's going to come back at the end of the fucking storyline. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I was trying to bring out my greatest nemesis. <laughs> it's a trap. Yeah. So like in the in the, the end of all the other previous Batman games, like, Batman turned like went insane, was evil or whatever. And there were, people were like going, oh, this is a continuation. But they've, they've like stumped it out and said, no, it's definitely not a continuation. But I reckon, yeah, you'll probably come up at the end that Batman is still alive and, and well and will then, What a twist! And will then start off another reign of Batman games, probably. But yeah. Fun. That was that. I know Gary's not a big fan. Gary's not a big fan of <laughs> these sort of games, so we'll just disregard his opinion. And then the other game that was released, well, wasn't there wasn't any gameplay for it, but the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. So from what we can see on the trailer, it's the four playable characters, that, or the characters that you assume you play because it's a four-player co-op game. Uh, you've got Captain Boomerang, Killer Shark, or King Shark, Deadshot, and Holly Quinn. So I'm, I'm pretty excited to see how that goes because you have to sort of like kill Superman, which I guess is obviously going to be like the main boss of the whole entire game because like fucking Superman is Superman. But yeah, literally no no gameplay for it, so we will see what becomes of that in the future. Did anyone else catch that trailer at all? Nope. Nope. Uh, what did you think about it, Brendan? It was fine. Yeah. It was a it was just a, it, was game. it doesn't really catch much of my attention. I did play the earlier um Arkham games for Batman and um like there was bits of it that was good, but overall it was just kind of forgettable. So people I'm the only one that's been that's looked up these ones because this is stuff that I enjoy. I like superhero stuff. It's not this. This genuinely feels like you know when someone comes and knocks on your front door and they're trying to sell you like some yeah. sort of um, pyramid scheme, <laughs> and you're just politely <laughs> sitting there nodding at them, knowing that you're going to close the door in their face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hmm, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, uh, not for me, thanks, man. Would you like to talk about our Lord and Savior Batman? No, okay, I'm good. At all, right. So we'll move on to uh, Gamescom. So Gamescom was the other night and we all sort of sat and watched it. How did you guys feel it went as an event? 
being disastrously dull as shit honestly like (laughs) the fact that they kept throughout the evening saying oh it's great to announce like the biggest games on day one the opening day of gamescom it's all about the biggest games and like I think the announcement that I tuned in for was a Walking Dead like app bridge building game or something 2D bridge constructor bridge, bridge, bridge constructor, constructor. Yeah. Walking Dead not spin-off. even Polybridge no like Brendan said not even Polybridge no <laughs> Jesus what the shit version it was it was, the, it was the biggest twist of the event hundred percent that was. A solid bait and switch. They yeah. set it up. Um, if you haven't seen it, this guy comes running into like an industrial warehouse area, and he's got like a backpack on and everything. And the entire vibe of it is just like every single battle royale, Daisy type style game that you've ever seen in your life. And he runs inside, rifles through his backpack, and pulls out a laptop. And he's sitting on the ground, fucking about with it. And the zombies when come in up. Come zombies, and he looks up, and I'm like, well, what fucking you know, what Daisy clone is this going to be? It's fucking bridge constructor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bridge constructor, Walking Dead collaboration. They got us. They got us good. They fucking mm. got us. So for anyone who hasn't watched the Gamescom opening night ceremony, uh, okay. it was about two hours long. And like Brendan just said, don't okay. waste your time. It was, it was dull. It gave me like um, almost like a, an existential crisis sort of feeling because I was just sitting there watching, you know, game after game after game after game being previewed. And I was just like, maybe I don't like video games anymore. Maybe oh. that's me. Is this the moment? Is this the bit where I become an old man and I go off and do something else and just fucking garden for the rest of my life until I die? But there was a, they still had Call of Duty. They still had Call of Duty, which is like the big, big one for all like the very casual gamers. Literally the first one that they brought out to just... Was, Try and hook everyone in to come in and watch the rest of the games come. Until we're yeah. very excited by that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, to be fair, I, I quite liked the original Black Ops. I'd never played any other ones, but you and know, this is a it's, direct it's, sequel to that one. Yeah, it's Cold Warry timed, which I think's a sort of area of time that we don't really get a lot of at the moment in FPSs and things like. It's set like between Vietnam in the 60s and sort of the 80s, which is just a cool, interesting time period politically and everything anyway. But we don't really get a lot of Vietnam shooters and things, which is one of like the most requested sort of battlefield areas to to go over again. People want another battlefield Vietnam, but they're not touching it. We've got Rising Storm, which is fucking amazing and i still very much recommend the rest of you play it i think brendan's got it i've got it now i think we lad but yeah it's just not really often touched on so i'm interested in that in the sense that it's going to be you know a different theater of war to what we've usually been getting in games seeing as it's gone heavily back towards a world war ii swing lately and then oh swinging back towards modern war again it's well i wonder I wonder if there's like because of the heavy political nature of Vietnam that they're not touching it because of that. I mean, obviously, all wars are heavily political, but in terms of, you know, it was kind of very much a war crime, wasn't it? Well, I, I suspect that um, a Cold War themed Black Ops game is probably going to have its own share of those. Oh, yes. especially considering Ronald Reagan is involved. Mm. <laughs> Well, the, the important thing is, obviously, we, we don't have much information. We've been given, like, um, 
our, our information on Perseus and um, there's been a cinematic or two now released for it. But um, really the most important thing is that they have made sure we're aware that you can buy the Ultimate Edition and get the Land, Sea and Air skin pack. You can get a skin for your shotgun, you can get a skin for your character and a skin for a tank, a boat and a helicopter. How much is that, Brenton? Fuck no, don't know what the price is yet. It'll probably be upwards of 120 quid. Can I um, get a, uh, a, a is, it, is, it, is there a physical item or is it just purely digital for the hundred pounds? Looks like it is just purely digital. Wowee. Free themed pack. To be fair, I'm Gary, trying... would you want a physical Call of Duty uh, collector's edition because they've always been a bit shit. Like overpriced yeah. and low quality. Like the, was it Modern Warfare 2 with the night vision goggles or something that were apparently cheap and very, very shit? Then Black Ops had that little remote controlled car that was also very, very shit. <laughs> but Didn't they reached like 170 well. quid. I think that might have been Modern Warfare 3. I love the mm. remote controlled car in Black Ops. That was the best thing. In the game, the yeah, yeah but not the collector's great. edition physical, actual fucking remote controlled car that they shipped with it. Oh, was that actually, actually a, that, a, that a physical was, thing? Yeah, that was their physical oh, wow. pre-ordered okay. collector's edition bonus thing for 180 quid or whatever the price oh, yeah, it no. was. And apparently not it was shit. Fucking desperate. Oh, I'm, I'm desperately scrolling through Twitter to try and find this thing that I saw, which was quite interesting about the new Call of Duty. They're basically saying that they're not doing a, a battle royale because. Call of Duty Warzone is their own is their own thing, so they're, they're literally just going to go ahead with that. Yeah, um, and they'll just incorporate maybe some content or do another map. Zombies is definitely a thing that you're not going to have to pay extra for as well. They've said they're going to be bringing back zombies for this. Well, I I'm mean, always a fan of the zombies. Um, it's not it's not like adding in an extra game mode to an already built up game really takes that much effort. No, not, no when I mean, it's, like, not when it's already been done seven times yeah. previously, but <laughs> Sorry. it's still the fact that <laughs> didn't it's have time to mute. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's still a fact that it's a, it is a brand new zombie story that they're going to be including, which would be good <sighs> if anyone who, follows who the story of the zombies. The story on the zombies ones. You just want to do you do not follow, like oh, I love the story of the zombies. The, the zombies stories is great. I love it. I, I, I've only ever played the zombies just literally to shoot zombies. War. I yeah. don't really you, give you a just, fuck about any as context. A jump in, shoot some zombies, die, yeah. challenge sort of mode. Yeah, great. Yeah, to, to me that sounds like uh, putting a story mode on a deathmatch game. Yeah. But I don't need that. I just want to shoot people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The next game that was up on the... Uh... Gamescom was quite an interesting one. I think we all sort of were a little bit baffled by it and uh, intrigued. But Unknown 9 Awakening? Mm. I can't even uh, remember which one that one was. Brand new <laughs> that, that, brand new IP. Like It's nothing that's ever been like, shown before. But with a name like Unknown 9 Awakening, I'd be thinking, right, where's Unknown 1 to, to 8? Where's that? Well, I assume Unknown Nine is the name of the game, and then Awakening will be the first of a trilogy or so. Yeah, that's what I assume. Yeah. If if you are familiar with the um, Stranger Things storyline, um, I would put a good bet on the fact that Unknown Nine is the name of the small child that appears to have powers. Oh, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Or during the trailer, she she obviously she looks like she has powers, but then she's put something inside the wall. And then come back 
then at the end of the trailer, someone comes back and finds it, which I assume is just her, but older. And that's probably where the story will pick off, I assume. But finding looks, out about it. Looks really it, cool. it, it does look really cool. Like, hopefully we get some, some gameplay come out soon and uh, a bit more of an idea of the style of gameplay. But yeah, well, it looked quite cool. It, it looked somewhat original. I mean, yeah. Given, given what we see all the time, you know, it's, it's not another Call <laughs> of Duty. Given how low the bar is at this point. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, the bar is so, so fucking low. And off podcast, we were talking about fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 re-release. And it's, uh, how much did you say it was? 40 quid? 40 quid. Fuck me. For what is just a HD remake of the previous fucking games. What a couldn't even joke. couldn't just bring themselves to you know make a new Tony Hawk game and you know do new levels or I, things I, like I that. Feel it's just like, I feel like this is just going to be predominantly a test the waters for Tony Hawk's interest again, rather than I, I don't ju- I don't know. I reckon if this does well, which I think it will, because Tony Hawk's it's has only been one of those do well ones because that, of nostalgia. That's the only problem. Yeah, but it was also good fun. If, if, they, if that does well, I guarantee they'll do an actual new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater in the vein of 1 and 2. Like, because uh, I know, well, I think there was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 or whatever was complete, complete gash. And that was just, that killed the franchise completely. And then they well, did. Not American Wasteland was the last I one. I don't know. They did a whole bunch of like weird sort of peripheral based ones as well. Like there was a downhill mm. one that you had to have that weird skateboard controller thing that you stood on and went like left and right or whatever on uh, and things like that that I, just had no appeal like to the mainstream and stuff and they're like why would i spend 80 quid on a fucking game like that just to have this peripheral that i need for the game as opposed to something i'd rather just play it was, that's it the, the last tony hawk game i played was um project eight i think was the name for it and that was made by the beloved Neversoft company oh, that actually ring. made um, Tony Hawk's Underground and so on and so forth. Yeah, all, all and I believe ones, it was really. Infinity Ward of Call of Duty fame that murdered Neversoft in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last one I played was uh, Bug 2. Yeah, I think that the was best. the last one. No, American it's... Wasteland was the last one I played, I think. Yeah, American Wasteland 2 was the last one I played. But then I, think, I, I think played my, Skate Free. Skate Free was a great game. Yeah, and uh, because yeah. of all the sort of skate-style clones that have popped up on Steam lately, there's been quite a few that have been kickstarted and stuff. Like, there's clearly been a visible interest in those as well, and uh, that's led to the announcement of Skate 4. Like, there's no gameplay or anything of it yet, just an announcement that it's happening! Prepare your mm. wallets! So, I but genuinely wouldn't I, be surprised really... if... Uh, the one and two remaster, well, not remaster, remake, paves the way for a return to the franchise. Because again, it was good arcadey, dumb fun. The Tony Hawk series, and I would like if they came out with a new one, like a new new one that isn't Epic exclusive. I would very happily get it. If I miss it, I, I, I think Skate filled that gap between arcadey and sim because it it felt really good to to play. Like that's hmm. how Skate was like. The next evolution of Tony Hawk's for me that, that I, I really enjoyed how it handled. Yeah, but I can't imagine anyone that is born in the two thousands who is going to pick up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two and and play it and go, 
oh my God, this is really, really good. Because they're going to look at it like a janky piece of shit that it actually was back in the day because of the limitations of the hardware. But anyone who isn't, who wasn't born in the 90s and grew up with that game is going to go, oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like, Gary, it's it's not a remaster. It's a, they've completely from the it's the same like levels and shit. That level levels and skaters. That's literally it. They've rebuilt rebuilt the whole thing. It's not gonna have nineties yeah, jank. But they built it. It will because they they built it to look like the nineties jank. Have Have you not seen that? Yeah, but like not in the sense that jank of like there's there's a difference between sort of aesthetic jank. Like and physical, like control jank that I'm thinking of. Like, yeah, I assume it's the physical control jank of what you can do in the game, but the game will still look like a freshly new, like yeah. crisp looking game. They're not going to basically just remake the game with the same shitty graphics that they had no, no, that no. looked really janky back then. It's going to be all the moves and stuff that you can do in quick succession that will look janky. Yeah, getting slightly yeah, unrealistic air and things, you know, and being able yeah, to thread the, several rolls and flips and kick flips while you're doing it, you know, it's... No, I get that. But what I'm saying is that y- you can jump from um, like a 90 degree angle and press the grind button and it will snap to that. Because that's basically what the game was. It was just, you're near it, so you snap to it. But isn't, so, that, isn't that every shake game ever though? No, not Skate. The, I remember playing Skate 3 and if you... If you just basically jump straight onto a, a grind rail, you will still have the momentum to get off the other end of the grind rail, which would not happen in real life. That is still quite jank. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the way that the game was built from a technological point of view where you're snapping onto certain objects because you're in the close proximity is how they've replicated this game to be. And we, anyone who plays this game... We will have to see when it comes out then because I don't believe that. Did you, I can. Um, I've been sitting here just listening to this, knowing that I'm going to completely just pull the rug out from all of this. Um, Activism quite openly spoke about the fact this is literally a remaster. This is the third time they've remastered Pro Skater 1 and 2. If you remember Pro Skater 2X and Pro Skater HD, those were literally just upscaling it for that generation of game. They're doing a game for this one with the idea being that the 19 levels that were in those two games will just be in a 4K resolution. They will upgrade the graphics but they've already said that they're using the original code from Neversoft and just slightly modernizing it. Thank the you, idea is that it is a remaster of the original two, hence why it is called Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 and not some other fucking name. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been trying to say. It's going to be exactly the same game, but better looking. And I think that anyone who, who plays this game from 2000s onward will not get it. They won't understand why it's so shit. Like, I fucking loved the Tony Hawk series and played it from Pro Skater 1 all the way through to Project 8. And it was a mm. Project 8 where I had given up on it. And when I heard this was coming out, I got excited until I read what Activism said they were going to do. Were they saying modify it, though? They, they're modifying it, so they are doing something to it. So we just have to wait and see till we can see gameplay. Either way, it is literally just a remaster. It's not a remaster. They said they've built it, rebuilt it from the ground up. That means fuck all when they also say it is a remaster and they also say they are just upscaling the 19 levels for a 4K resolution and that they have acquired the code from Neversoft to use that. 
they've already got footage of the game. This is what I'm basing it off. This is what I saw. I saw in-game footage of the, exactly like how I remember Tony Hawk's 1 and 2 playing, just with nicer graphics. All things developed by like a doing, whole bunch of people that worked on the originals. Like I've seen a few of the sort of Q and A sessions and stuff with them. It's you know, of course, it's going to have that sort of flavor. It doesn't mean it's the same game. <laughs> it literally mm. fuck. It is it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Rob, stop bending over background. Oh. They're owning it. It's a remaster. Right. They're going to say they're building it from the ground up so that it doesn't yeah. seem like they're just copying and pasting the old game. They're doing the same fucking levels for the same fucking game and even getting the same fucking soundtrack in it. It's a remaster. It's nothing more than regurgitating an old game for a new generation, yes. as they have done so, two which times is also before. The direct definition of the fucking remake. Also, Rob. So imagine like you lost all of your work on something that you did 10 years ago but you wanted to recreate it you're building it from the ground up but you're going to make it still the same that you did it maybe yeah. polish it a little bit and you know what that, that would is... be that would be a remake yes but it's still basically remastering the old game because no 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 they, a remaster they... would be taking the original files and updating it gary yes but if they're using if they if they're making it true to original game which it looks like in the footage that i've seen it's effectively a remaster except they're remaking it so it's a remake that's the thing like a remaster is yeah, an updated you, right, version is, of into, the right, old we're game we're getting into pedantics yes so you like, get semantics yes that you've started <laughs> now no, getting you the bullshit I've, on I've, <laughs> I've started it because I'm just saying anyone who plays this who didn't play the originals <sighs> will not fucking understand they won't get it and they'll look at it and go this game is absolutely garbage that's what I'm saying. All right, wait for the old. Uh, I'd say wait for the Steam reviews, but we're going to have to wait another year for that. Wait. That uh, trailer. It, that trailer. I'm just saying. Just watch the trailer. Looks fucking fantastic. Almost like what a trailer's supposed to do. Yeah. Also, Tony Hawk's One and Two was fundamentally a good fucking game. Yeah, exactly. it was. Yeah. It's going. It's My going problem to have mainstream that it's not appeal, going to be whether a good or not you played the originals. I haven't played One and Two. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Four was the first one I played. Yeah. You never played One and Two. I didn't. No. Like they were, they were fantastic games. Yeah, I know. But... And also, I couldn't see any anywhere in that trailer where like jumping from the the floor to a, a rail caused some sort of jank. And I would like to to think that the gameplay will be fixed for that, and they won't have that sort of stuff in there that you're saying there will if, be, Gary. If they do, then fair play. But I, but you're saying they're making uh, it to have to be that janky, but. From what I'm seeing, that's, what I saw. that's not that's not the case. That's what I saw. I think that I think by what you mean from what you've seen is that they're making it so you can still do janky things like stuff like tricks within succession of each other. I don't know. I what I saw, it, it looked like they were just like jumping onto the rails, and it looked like they were clipping onto it. That's what I saw. But fair enough. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not reading an article, Brennan, this. <laughs> yeah, we've already discussed yeah, this to death. I know. Yeah. Activision have been calling it a remaster, but the developers have said that's Activision's like wording, uh, but it is a completely from scratch yeah. remake. It's a complete, yeah, complete from scratch regurgitation of another fucking game they've already released I, and I remade two times again, before. It's, that's it's, all we need. Yeah. The game, the game itself is all going to be brand new assets, just copied from an old game. Moving on, Doom Eternal DLC. How do you feel about the Doom Eternal DLC? 
Rob, you've got um, Doom Eternal. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Again, um, Doom Eternal single-player campaign was actually genuinely spectacular. I do really recommend playing that, guys. It is a good, proper, frantic shooter, but weirdly, it does it's quite lore-heavy. It's really good on the lore front for Doom, which I know is not exactly why most people would want to play Doom, but... You know, it fills it out a bit and actually starts expanding things in an interesting direction, which, you know, I'm looking forward to more of through the expansions. Still would not recommend Doom Eternal for the multiplayer. The multiplayer is kind of dog shit on this one. I genuinely preferred the 2016 Doom for multiplayer, which was like a Quake Arena shooter sort of thing. Whereas this is a Doom Slayer versus two people playing as demons sort of mode which I just don't find anywhere near as fun. But yes, more Doom content. That's all I need. Give me more. Yeah, so from what I saw from the, the trailer that they brought out, it looks, uh, looks quite interesting. Uh, but I'm, I'm still not hooked on the, uh, on the Doom franchise myself, but it does look very cool. The next thing to move on to was uh, Bioware pops up as well. We all love a bit of Bioware, don't we? All along, yeah. Dragon Dragon Age Four behind the scenes stuff. They're showing very early pre-release Dragon Age Four stuff, which did look pretty cool. Some of the stuff looked quite interesting, but yeah, it was all just gobbledygook and talking about uh, world building and stuff like that, and not really much in terms of gameplay or what they were doing. I don't know what I don't get about Dragon Age. Like, obviously, like Bioware games in general, I just don't seem to like them or how they feel. And something about Dragon Age, you know, this open world RPG sort of theme is something that I like. And yet I look at it and it just fucking gets no interest from me whatsoever. Yeah. Um, the first one I think you'd like, Brendan, Origins was really good. It's obviously far more janky than any of the newer ones. Apparently Inquisition's actually quite good as well, but I never got around to playing that because I played Dragon Age 2 and thought it was piss. So, um, yeah. A few, a, few, a few of my friends said that the Dragon Age 4 stuff that they were showing uh, at Gamescom was very Inquis- Inquisition in the style of like graphics and stuff like that. So apparently they haven't moved that far advanced in of what the, the games can look like, but apparently obviously content and what they've got story-wise. believe so, yeah. Uh, it's still EA, EA publishing, isn't yeah. it? Frostbite at everything. Indeed. The next, uh, the next thing that we, we, we move on to from that was uh, uh, a, a very terrible, terrible cameo by poor Christopher Lloyd, great Scott. Uh, terrible. We, uh, we had him come out and start talking about Surgeon Simulator 2, which... What is, what's the story there? Like, is he mates with one of the developers or something? <laughs> I don't, don't know. What? I really don't know what it's, it was. Is money that tight? It's just, it's, it's not even got any, like, it's not even like time travel or anything to do with it. It's just like, okay, so Doc Brown, okay, he's a doctor, right? Surgeon. Yeah, maybe. That's a link. But I don't understand why it would be Anything more than that? Yeah. Unless there's like a unless and like Surgeon Simulator has got a really weird like time travel complex part of the game that we don't know about yet. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I, it's like the original Assassin's Creed plot twist when they go to the modern time for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> You're just in the middle of a surgery and you get teleported back to 1962. 
I, I, I have played the, um, I played the closed beta of Surgeon Simulator 2 and I had a lot of fun on it. And I, I would very much love to play with you guys if you're uh, up for it. But um, I, yeah, I don't understand the cameo of Doc Brown, but um, I didn't mind it. I thought he was kind of, kind of funny. Awkward, but funny. I find like the, the trailer that immediately followed was kind of weird and jarring for me because it wasn't a trailer. It was just like a random, what, like one, two minute cut of some streamers that I don't recognize playing it and doing the whole like over-exaggerated screaming at everything that's happening. Yeah, yeah it was just like, that. Yeah. this doesn't inform me of anything. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of that. So I can, because I played it, I can give a brief rundown, but we can cut it if it sounds shit. Um, it's it's not like Surgeon Simulator One. Um, there are elements of that in this game, but it's a little bit more. Um, you, you, it's more open world in a way. Uh, from what if that makes sense. If, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Gary, but from what I saw from the trailers and from what was going on, it seems very more like overcooked in the terms of there's four people all running around trying to like replace body parts that need to be put into into a like a uh, cadaver and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think that's a very good comparison, actually. Um, it's got uh, level building, so you can make your own levels from what I understand. Cool. Uh, which, which is the part that I'm really excited for, is like the user-generated content where you can, if one of us makes a level and we all fuck around on it, that'd be quite fun. Or we yeah. each make a room that we have to figure out. Um, but yeah, so it is, it is basically like that. And, and you do ultimately have uh, Surgeon Simulator, the original game, sort of essence to the surgery, but it's a little bit more playful. But it is just as frustrating to play because you have to control the hand movement up and down, left and right, the fingers, the fucking everything. It's complicated. It'd be yeah. very good in VR, actually. It'd be very good in VR. We do say that about quite a lot of things, though, don't, don't we, Kerry? Yes, we do say very that. Good in VR. Very good. V- very good. <laughs> for, it's almost guys, like... it'd be very good in VR. It'd be very good. <laughs> it'd be fucking great. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Holy shit. Yeah. I, 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 I just want to see kind of more variety in VR games. That's, that's what I'd like to You mean to, to see. tell me you're not happy with um, 57 different varieties of arena? Mm. Um, I am, if they're very different and if they don't purposefully... Uh, Lower their graphics to accommodate. But sometimes a... they're orcs, and sometimes they're <laughs> zombies. Sometimes they're other people. Yeah. Oh, talking about other things that could be good in VR, then we'll uh, we'll, we'll jump straight into a uh, Fall Guys season two, which is coming out in about thirty days' time, I believe. Mm. We yes, had a... so se- September the thirtieth. Is it? I believe so. End of September sort of sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Don't quote me on Medieval that. Medieval themed. They've added uh, a load of new maps and games and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of them sporting sort of a medieval theme, castles and uh, some of the, the skins and stuff that they're going to be releasing in the store are going to be like medieval themed or Viking themed. Does look very cool, very fun. And I do hope that they keep these seasons as short as season one has been. Because if they can keep releasing new maps and new seasons and new skins at this sort of pace, I think they'll they'll keep relevant and they'll keep the the game like going strong. Because if they keep adding new maps and stuff, and the the sort of the well, by adding maps, they mean they have to do take some away as well, just so that the 
you don't keep getting the same old maps as well as the new maps. But then sometimes, obviously, a bit like what Fortnite used to do when they used to drop off certain weapons and put them in the vault and then bring back certain weapons for like a a, a shorter period of time. I reckon if Fall, Fall Guys stick to something like that, where they bring back maps for a certain period of time or put new maps in at a certain times, I think that'll be a really cool way of keeping the game relevant. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I I think it's um it's really nice that they're doing themed seasons as well. Yeah. Um, that that to me is something that you know like we we are quite cynical when it comes to season based games anyway. But uh, Brendan especially is quite cynical about that. But about what? Uh, like seasons and games, and you know, like just using it as an excuse to all royales, basically. Yeah, just shill. Yeah, uh, in in game content microtransactions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, Fall Guys is no different to that. They they, they certainly do uh, encourage microtransactions, uh, even though I'm sure they would say that they don't, because they have said that they don't want it to be a competitive game. However, it is most certainly a competitive game. Um, but the fact that they are doing something themed is nice. I do like that. I I, I think it's kind of a nice a nice uh, kind of take on it that Fortnite. And and all the other battle royales haven't really done. Yeah, definitely. And and, and the the level creation is kind of um, you know, I, I guess it's somewhat simple for them to make them because they could probably just reuse assets and just it's all physics based at the end of the day. So they could just add in whatever the fuck they want, and it could probably work. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's I, I noticed as well in this game in the uh, in the trailer for season two, there was some non-team games where moving things was a. Uh, a way of getting to certain areas, like moving boxes and stuff like that. Mm. So there's a point of where you have to, as a as a team, or not even as a team, but as a part of the game to progress forward, you have to move boxes to continue up, say, at a level. And if you're the first person there, you've got to try and move a box on your own before everyone else gets there and basically uses mm. the path that you've made for everyone else to get there. I'm going to swear so much at that level. Oh, God. Uh, I can imagine uh, yeah, it's going we to be, know that it will be terrible. Clusterfuck. But it will be... Enjoyable. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be hilariously frustrating, or frustratingly hilarious, whatever way around you choose to look at it. We've not had a, we've not had um, a, a sigh of uh, a sadness for the full guys, because uh, Rob has just momentarily uh, disconnected from the uh, the podcast, but I assume he will be back shortly to put his uh, his word in for some of these uh, other games that we'll be talking about. Yeah, we, we, we can get Rob to just record a... Uh, just a sigh and we'll just put it uh, in, yeah. Uh, I'm just not really... Uh, just, not re- just not really feeling just not it. Just feeling it. Not feeling it. Uh, well, <laughs> one thing that we all were really weren't feeling as well during uh, the uh, Gamescom French, uh, franchise for the Gamescom event was uh, the new World of Warcraft update. Shadowlands. It is just fucking. Uh, I think you had said like your your mates were getting all excited for it. Like the 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 fucking video that they put out was just this. It's a series of drawings, so it wasn't it even was, a full yeah. animation. It was a series of drawings, and then someone doing a voiceover over the top of it of um apparently fucking Arthas getting thrown into hell. Yeah, which is now a thing. And the actual, there's a short snippet of, you know, upcoming features at the end of it, which lasted about fucking 40 seconds. And it was stuff that's already been out for a while in terms of the actual video of it. 
And the content itself is just classic World of Warcraft, where it's just fucking, we've done the Outland again, except the art team has put a different skin over everything. That's it. New level, Cap. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big World of Warcraft fan. I tried it once uh, a few years ago. I think Mr. Pandaria, whenever that was the thing. Yeah. I think you, you played a little bit with me, Brendan. I think it was, maybe. But, um, oh, I, I played it quite extensively up until um, fucking Legion, I think. And then I just never went back. I, I always sort of played it for a bit, dropped it for a good long while, mm. then got a huge craving for it again. So would go back and play whatever the expansion was. I never got into a Warcraft to start off with because it was a thing I couldn't really grasp and ever understand as a, as a child, which was paying monthly for the same game. Uh, see, that's where RuneScape was my gateway drug. Mm. I uh, I got a membership on RuneScape and played it a lot. And um, eventually one of my mates brought up World of Warcraft and I took a look into it and um, fucking immediately got hooked into it because it was just fantastic. Like, it, like, first time playing it, your first experience of it back when like Burning Crusade had just come out, I think, at the time I started playing it. So it was very much still in its golden age, shall we say. And it played fucking perfectly as an MMO. There's a good sort of difficulty to leveling yourself up. You felt a good sense of reward as you got your character up through their class ranks and things like that. And then I played through to Wrath of the Lich King was a really satisfying expansion for me because it's good at giving you that sense of exploration, exciting new places to go to and all this sort of stuff. And then after that, it just sort of went quite hard into the whole um, leveling up takes like two days. You know, you can reach the level cap in a couple of fucking days or you can pay a fiver and we'll just rank you up to the top level anyway. And it just sort of took all the challenge and experience of the game out of it. Yeah, I can, I can imagine that. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, a, a sh- more of a shooter person when I was uh, younger rather than a, than a sort of MMO RPG sort of person. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's just personal preferences, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I only played it a little bit. Um, I think it was before Mister Pandaria, or it might have been around the same sort of time. Um, but yeah, I, I was the same as you, Brendan. That uh, RuneScape was my first kind of gateway into World of Warcraft. But I was given a thirty day trial for it and played it, loved it, and then was going to go to university, so I didn't want to pay <laughs> or even play while I was supposed to be studying because I I knew that if I if I if I paid monthly for World of Warcraft, I would just be hooked and that would be my life. Yeah, I should have probably added that to the old uh, how we doing mid-move thing. Yeah, the reason my PC is uh, <clears throat> b-sodding like a motherfucker at the moment is uh, my PC was damaged in transit. I had to replace the motherboard um, during my move. Uh, we hit a speed bump at not speed bump going over speeds. And... Uh, <laughs> That threw a lot of things internally around. It bent a bunch of SATA cables and then, uh, like, fucked up my motherboard. So I had to replace the motherboard. That was that was fairly painless. But it seems that there's either some, like, now driver issues or a BIOS thing going slightly wonky on the old setup. So uh, teething problems on the rebuild, but I'm, I'm moderately back in action. Just yet to see how this pans out. I think that might have just been like slightly loose RAM or something. I'm hoping because I've taken all that out and re rejigged it. But hopefully that's the last of that. But 
Fingers oh. crossed. <laughs> We're glad you're back, Rob. We're glad you're back in Thank the you. podcast. Cool. So what we were going on to next was Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. So after the success of the Crash Bandicoot remake of the, was it Time Time Warp? I can't remember the last, the last Crash Bandicoot that came out. But yeah, PS5, I think we'll be doing Crash 4, which is going to be sort of more of a retro going back to the original sort of Crash games but more sort of challenging for the newer newer audience as well. Any of you guys interested in Crash Bandicoot? Or I got Crash Bandicoot The Wrath of Cortex as, a bun- as part of a bundle of games for the PlayStation 2, and that was the last time I played Crash Bandicoot. Well, I've been told to get it by a couple of my friends, and I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I'm sure it's great, but I just can't be asked. I think... Outriders, that game we decided was designed by committee the last time we were uh, talking about it on the uh, podcast. It is nothing more than a fucking... I said about this when we were watching the uh, Gamescom footage. Outriders is a Destiny 2 DLC pack, and all they have done is put a different name on it. I'm convinced that this is Bungie operating under a different name. Pseudonym. It, literally, it just looks like fucking Destiny. Mm. It is yeah. just like, Gears, game Gears designed by committee because they just shout there, that right? Yeah, I love that. That's that's so exactly what it is. Name of the podcast is a destiny. Love it. Is a destiny. Oh, remastered. Remastered. Yeah. <laughs> or is it a remake? <laughs> <laughs> we will never know. Necromunda. Do we all enjoy the Necromunda trailer? Was that the weird 40k spin-off? It's the post-apocalyptic, overly oh, cockney yeah. intro, fella. I was talking about this. Oh, yeah. It, in yeah. the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only witty cockneys. Yep. <laughs> Gamescom opened up with the Call of Duty trailer stuff, which Call of Duty released two days prior to, to Gamescom. They released all the stuff yeah. that they gave it to Gamescom really, it was- two days earlier by themselves anyway. So I reckon that Gamescom must have certain contracts with certain game manufacturers that be like, right, you have to give us these trailers for these games that you're potentially releasing to be able to be a part of our, like, congol... Con- I can't say the fucking word. Conglomerate or whatever. So, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But, but yeah. Blizzard must have to give them one thing for theirs because Blizzard could easily have done, right, we'll release a World of Warcraft stuff but we'll also release all our stuff about Overwatch 2. We'll also release all our stuff about any other updates for any of the other games on our platform all at once. Especially now they're sort of paired with Activision and Call of Duty. They could have done mm. one big thing together, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, all into one sort of event on a stream. True, true. But then you've got like EA has, has put quite a few things into this as well. Like EA must have like a thing where, okay, you've got to have this many games in here. Dragon Age was a part of it. Bioware definitely had to do their thing on this. Uh thing we were talking about earlier, a bit later on, Squadrons and stuff that was released on here, even though all the stuff that we saw about Squadrons was stuff that we'd seen posted previously on other events. True, true. Hadn't thought about it that way. Talking about Squadrons, we can just jump straight into that while we're here. Squadrons was uh, was released. They showed the, uh, the gameplay sort of that they were having for the dogfights and stuff like that. A new thing yeah, that a little I, bit of the single player campaign that, you know. Yeah, one thing that I did looks interesting. One thing that I did uh, find out as well is that 
you can actually choose what team that you want to uh, play for when you're doing the online stuff as well. You don't just yeah. search for a game. You can search, but make sure you're on the Imperial side rather than the Resistance. Or Oh, fuck. I'd love to go on the Imperial side. Yeah. Oh, Interceptor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the fuck it, the costumes alone. They look so yeah. fucking badass. It's good. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this. When is it? Plus a red lightsaber? When is it? When, when is it? It's soon, October. isn't it? It's... Um, no, it's actually been delayed from September, I think it was 19th, was it, coming out originally, to uh, October the 2nd now. Yeah, October the 2nd. Yeah. It's not too bad. What will be? What's they, be a- sort of, they sort of just casually slipped that delay in that trailer. Four, like, yeah. yeah that's not on that October the 2nd. Four like, weeks away. A few weeks. Yeah. Not too bad. Yeah. I- Shame. What was going to be one that I could potentially play just after my birthday, but I'll wait another two weeks. Yeah, until <laughs> just a little bit longer <laughs> after your birthday. They did it to spite me. More, more Star Wars news. The Sims Four has unlocked a new, uh, <laughs> a new DLC, the Star Wars Galaxy Edge <sighs> DLC. Where now, dun, 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 dun. Where, when we're now in the Sims, you can make out with your own siblings. What? <laughs> it's a Star Wars reference, Rob. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't God. know whether that was just I a, thought you were revealing uh, a very like dark side to yourself. We haven't heard. <laughs> 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 we added an incest to was, popular demand. It was a Star yeah. Wars themed joke based on The Sims. Rob, did you uh, want to discuss the news? Oh, yes. Um, so everybody knows, well, if anybody hasn't been paying any sort of attention, has known that Ubisoft have had that weird all Tom Clancy properties uh, mushed together mobile game in the works for a while. They've, they've released it and uh, its opening intro is uh, perfectly timed and very, very tasteful and not at all badly thought out in that... Uh, uh, Protests are kicking up that are destabilizing democracy, and boom, Black Lives Matter fists appear. But they're being funded by some shadowy cabal that intends to overthrow democracy. So, yeah, not at all currently tied in painting the Black Lives Matter protests in a bad light and also throwing in a little bit of far right anti-Semitic conspiracy theories about who's funding Black Lives Matter into a free-to-play mobile game. Like, it's just in such bad taste. It's unbelievable. And they've, uh, after after being criticised for it, they've put out a statement apologising for including the Black Lives Matter fist. But apparently the uh, whole anti-Semitic conspiracy theory about who's funding protests, that's fine. <laughs> So, uh, well, so I have the quote here. Yikes. Um, Rob. Solid and, uh, wolf. So they've said, uh, in the intro video in Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, Umbra's propaganda posters feature a raised fist, says the statement. This logo was chosen because it is a universal symbol of resistance. Any resemblance to images associated with the Black Lives Matter movement is coincidental. Fuck off. You knew what you were doing. Yep. It's like when South Park just straight up takes a picture of an actor's face and then does that, you know, like the Canadian mouth thing where the top of their head bounces around <laughs> yeah. instead of like the mouth moving. Yeah. It's like when they do that and then at the start of the episode, it's like any likenesses to real people is purely coincidental. Yeah. Regards, legal team. Fuck off, Ubisoft. Come on. 
Uber. Yeah, they could, yeah. they could have gone any way. Ubisoft are a company that's currently riddled with uh, sexual harassment and assault allegations and stuff. Mm. So uh, them sort of yeah, leaning into open fascism is kind of a, a nice distraction <laughs> tactic, you'd say. Mm. I feel like they might need to skim off like the top couple of layers, maybe like three or four layers of upper management of Ubisoft, and I'm sure they could probably function as a uh, like a proper fucking company. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. We were. That, might, that, that might need to get cut, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. No, uh, I, wa- I wasn't oofing your statement. I'm fairly sure there's a nice fat stack of people at Ubisoft that could still go as well as the C- CEO, COO, or whatever it was that already left. But um, yeah, evidently they've also got a nice a bunch of boogs on team as well who are just like mm. it's either somebody quite misguided in in that like animation department that was like I want to try and make this like current you know and didn't really think any of the association through or it's somebody that was like I want this <laughs> you know which is someone who has spent several worse. months just fucking absorbing any sort of QAnon shit they find on YouTube yep. and then was just like, yes, this is an original idea. Yeah, because you're right, Rob. You, you can't tell, like, and we will never know if it is someone trying to be edgy or just someone who made a mistake. Yeah, just and, a misguided attempt to tie it into current events and be relevant and make it, you know, oh, I was trying to be, you know, interesting in that regard, tie it into current events and make it feel real, or if it was somebody that was doing it maliciously. But you could have just had fucking anything, but to actively frame a protest movement as a fundamentally anti-democratic thing that requires a special organization of heroes and villains for some reason Mm. to team up to take down... The cause of those protests, which, you know, it's not great. It's very, very ill thought out. And the fact that that got approved, I don't know how many people that would have had to go through for for the thumbs up to go live sort of thing. But the fact that nobody at any point went, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's in good taste. Maybe, maybe someone ridiculous. did, but they had to bite their tongue. Wasn't there a previous Tom Clancy game called Patriots, which centered quite strongly around a concept of basically homegrown terrorists and difficult choices that would need to be made to protect um, basically the American people from these militia groups that were going to be carrying oh, yeah, out that, domestic that terrorist was, attacks? That was the cancelled reboot of uh, Rainbow Six. Yeah, so Rainbow Six Patriots was going to be it, and um, that ended up being cancelled. And I remember part of the reason that it was cancelled was they felt that it would be in poor taste to be releasing it at a time when terrorist attacks were taking place. If Ubisoft were wise enough then to think about how tasteless it might have been, they should have been wise enough for this to go, Mm. yeah, let's rethink that storyline. Yeah, Mm. but again, Patriots as well was, it was one of the sort of early, I mean, I know like, say like Far Cry 5 and stuff had like religious fundamentalist, like terror groups essentially taking over a state. Um, But Patriots was, it was a sort of far right, like terror group anyway, like in the US. 
and for the fact that somebody at Ubisoft went, yeah, we can't, we can't have you know conservative leaning fundamentalists as as a villain in our game. You know, that's 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 not great. That's not a good look. But then at the same time, yeah, we can paint you know Black Lives Matter protests in a bad light. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's. Somebody in there who is okaying and thumbs downing certain decisions, design-wise and plot-wise, at Ubisoft is uh, well. They've got weird sympathies. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> you you yeah. told on yourself, there, buddy. You told on yourself. Mask <laughs> off. Almost, uh, almost like um, some conservative people might might be fundamentally racist. Next we have Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. Another fucking uh, remaster, <laughs> remake, fucking regurgitating. It's not that long since Age of Empires 3. You can fucking get Age of Empires 3 on Steam and it still plays perfectly fucking well. Why not just make a new fucking Age of the Empires thing is, The game? thing is that Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition only came out like last year, didn't it? They did two of those, didn't they? Well, they did. They did one they did, and like, two. Age of Empires two HD, and then they did definitive <laughs> they did, they edition. They did the HD one. And they did the definitive edition, which is the four K one. I'll kill you all. <laughs> Give me new video games for the love of fucking god! I'm so old. I've played them all. So it's Age of Empires two definitive edition. I think is on the Game Pass, and I, I definitely wanted to play it. And I just haven't got around to doing it yet. That is one that I definitely will probably download and give it a go. Not sure about three. Next up on the list, uh, as we were so eagerly happy about the uh, definitive edition of Age of Empires three. Uh, oh, um, sorry. Go on, go on. Before we before we go on, Age of Empires three definitive edition is on Game Pass. Oh, is it? Yeah. What? When? Now? Right now? Uh, available on fifteenth of October, twenty twenty. Apparently. Okay. So if I also, Age of Empires three is available right now on Steam for fucking fuck all. You can buy it right <laughs> now, and it'll be the same fucking game. Brendan, to be fair, um, like I don't fuck I, you in your fairness. No, fuck no, off. No, I, I'm, I'm 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 less pissed off about this than I am Tony Hawk's purely because of the cost. It's fifteen quid. You're gonna remaster a game that fucking came out like ten years ago, or twenty. Or 30 years ago, don't charge 40 fucking quid, 50 quid. Don't charge that shit. No one's going to fucking buy it. Just charge it. Oh my God, I've just seen on fucking Steam Age of Empires 3, as in the fucking game from 13 years ago is 30 goddamn quid. Oh, there oh, you are go. you kidding? Fucking hell. Well, there we go, Gary. Might as well get the, uh, the remake. Yeah. The, oh, sorry, remaster. <laughs> Make a new game, you sons of bitches. It has been so fucking Boys. long. Just make a new Age of Empires Talking game. Talking about new games, an actual new game was released on this Gamescom. New, brand Bullshit. new VR game. Bullshit. Medal no, of Honor lies. Above and Beyond. Oh, so you keep saying released, Geordie. Or released. <laughs> Show given to us. Announced. Announced. Well, actually, are you sure? Are you sure it's me? Are you sure it's not Medal of Honor Frontline Remastered Definitive 4K edition with the VR? I wouldn't know because I haven't played the old Medal of Honors. You are missing out because they were very good. Yeah, they're the reason you have Call of Duty. They are. Yes, even, even the latest ones weren't actually that bad. Um, was it Warfighter? <laughs> and <laughs> they weren't that bad. <laughs> no, like they were yeah, actually like quite the, enjoyable. Like the the, the the modern Medal of Honor was um, quite like being fisted. <laughs> <laughs> okay, painful at first. Not a fan. Not a fan. Pain, hey. Painful at first, but then gets 
It could have been a chainsaw, but it was just a just a fisting, just a dry fisting. I hope I hope this is the uh, the a good good VR game and not just like a uh, another Pavlov make maker sort of thing where you just. Uh, it it no, does genuinely look quite good and quite it, it interesting. Looks like, like it's, it's a, got a good it's Medal a of full, Honor vibe to it. Like Medal of Honor campaign sort of thing to yeah. it. Yeah. It's, like they didn't announce it as like a multiplayer title and we've done like a single player campaign to go along with it sort of thing, which seems to be like the case for a lot. You know, that seems to be the main draw for like a lot of games. Think like Battlefield and Call of Duty really as well. You know, it's like everybody plays it for the multiplayer, but we've got a campaign along with it sort of thing. This is, I, I, as far as I knew since they first announced it, it was a single player game. Yeah. But they yeah, announced- that's, that's always been Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor has always been single player yeah. focused. Then multiplayer is just yeah. like yeah. a surprisingly but, yeah. decent tack on. That's what they announced at Gamescom was that they're working on a few multiplayer modes to go along with it, which got us all excited because a decent World War II VR shooter. <laughs> Lovely. And, and, and not even that, but uh, specifically multiplayer VR only uh, modes. So the, you can yeah. play the game without VR and that's fine, but there will be uh, specific VR modes for for those of us who are lucky enough to have VR headsets, which is it's, well, it's well, nice. no, the, whole, the whole game is VR only. But what I think yeah. they're talking about game modes specifically catering to VR, as opposed to just this is deathmatch but in VR. So Wait, it's going it to was... be, I would assume, like bomb disarming and shit. That's actually got some yeah, sort of physical element it. to it sort of thing you like know. The, the the only platform that medal of honor above and beyond is available on is oculus yeah. rift it is vr only yeah. oh shit i thought it, it oh okay yeah so that's what they mean by vr multiplayer modes it's multiplayer modes catering to vr mm. oh as sorry, opposed I, to just I, vr versions of i got confused <laughs> so, i thought they were meaning that it was open to people who who don't have vr headsets no Oh. It's 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 a fully VR only title, which is why I was quite excited about it because it's a proper AAA franchise and yeah. a developer. I mean, it's Respawn. And the, I fucking mm, love the Respawn. They is... haven't done anything wrong in my eyes for the past well, <laughs> as long as they've existed. Hold on, Titanfall, Titanfall Two, Apex, Solid. One thing I've liked that they've said they they said during the uh, the event was that the the story is it's set as in your perspective. So there's no cutscenes or anything like that. It's literally all done through your eyes. Anything you sort of where you move through as your character, you are the you are the cameraman, basically. So all the cutscenes that you would normally see would just be you in a 3D environment absorbing the cutscene as you would be if you were there in person. Mm. Which is Immersion. kind of like Immersion. most VR titles anyway. Yeah. How are we uh, how are we feeling about the extra bits of arms that you added to the uh, to the, to, oh, the, to the hands? Totally fucking fine. You won't goddamn notice it while you're playing. <laughs> it's not that you won't notice it. It it just looks odd. So so for for, for our listeners, the point of contention here is um, I think it's Rob versus the rest of us. I, I, and, uh, I I've 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 now joined the side of Rob. I, oh, I do believe really? that what Rob when Rob said about having the. Uh, the little bit of sleeve there to to decipher what uniform you're wearing and stuff like that is quite good. Also, if they do bring out a multiplayer as well, the same thing, yeah. you'll know so what team you are one. based on what wrist, wrist colour you've got, whether you've got green or black or whatever other colours they're doing. 
Yeah. I do understand. Yeah. The, whole arm. the guy's in green this time. Either build the whole arm. I do. Or I do agree. They could have built the whole arm, green. but the wrists are ju- are just extensions of the bottom of the hand anyway, so it doesn't really matter. It just looks weird, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I would. I would prefer if because uh, what you could do is you could have a cuff. You could just literally have the cuff. What they've done is they've cut the arm at literally midway through the forearm. It looks bizarre. Really bizarre. It, it looks totally fine, I'm sure. It the, only, the, only, the only thing that looks weird being is when we look at screenshots. When you think about it, but, you're holding a gun up to your face to look down the sights. What parts of your arm are you seeing? You're only seeing the, the top half of your forearms. And any time you're not holding your gun up to look right down the arm, the you're going to be running around with big floaty forearms <laughs> looking at like the fucking internals of your arm like a fucking Hannibal episode. Yeah, and I, I think from from a like a viewer point of view, for anyone who isn't actually immersed in the headset themselves, it's going to look fucking bizarre. And yeah, I know well, he gives a I, shit about I, them, to be honest. Boop, 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 boop. Well, yes, but like not everyone has a VR headset. So if you're watching it because you want to enjoy the story or you want to enjoy the person playing it, like as a streamer oh, yeah, or a YouTube like, content Oh, creator. yeah, you're right, Gary. We've got to think about like tertiary viewing as a, yeah. as a priority. Uh, yes, Rob. Not, 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 that's not, not the, the person that. experiencing the game themselves. No, no, no. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but it makes most money. Well, if they were going to do that as well, they would have rethought the fucking floating forearms. Yeah. <laughs> just build, like, honestly, like, please, just put, put <laughs> this whole... fucking screenshot. Let me put this screenshot into this fucking Discord <laughs> and tell me that doesn't look weird as shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, again, like, you're going to be focused on your iron sights like, and the guys you're shooting like at. You're not going to fucking, fucking notice you've from goddamn the Adams from... <laughs> Look, see, look, the sleeve is a different fucking colour, see? It shows yes, that you, but, it's, changed, but, it's going to change throughout the fucking game. Why was goddamn right? Rob, cuffs. Who gives a fuck, Gary? I it, do. You're not going to pay any fucking, fucking attention to that. When Jesus is wet. It is the year of our Lord, 2020, <laughs> and this is a Medal of Honor fucking title. Do the whole fucking arm or fuck off. Right. <laughs> We're not tweet, here for tweet half measures and half boys. arms. Tweet the devs and I be will. like, what the shit is this half-arm t- bullshit? Get the fuck on with it and do your full job. There you go, well done. Let's, let's, let's grab... Can you just... <laughs> How do I send this photo back into the... You're uh, going to half-ass this fucking game in the same way you half-armed it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing I'm hope. Okay, well, when the podcast comes out, this will make sense. One thing I hoped to have seen more of, unless it makes no sense because it does get shown off, Sniper Elite VR. Oh, yeah, that'd be quite nice. It was Mm. last sort of discussed at PAX East in February, but I want to hear a bit more about it. I, I would uh, actually pick up a, a Sniper Elite VR game because it would actually make me look down eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, kind of essential. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but I think that would be quite fun. Hmm. Uh, how would they do the, um, the bullet I, time, I don't though? know. They've said the x-ray shit's still in, so I don't know how it's going to work in terms of like whether it sort oh, of shots. links you to the target sort of thing, you know, you're like maybe just like video in view where it'll pop up in you know the corner of your screen or whatever. Mm. Who knows? I'm quite. I'm I imagine quite zooming in would be like <laughs> <laughs> you track the bullet and you're like, oh, you can actually feel the bullet penetrate the nutsack. You'd be like, oh god. No, it'd be, it'd be afterwards. You go into a little room and there's a TV screen there, and you can just go sit. Put in the put in the VHS and just watch it just play, and you see the bullet time happen. 
did you lads see the peripheral that they used when they unveiled it for um i think it was e3 last year where the guy's wearing the um playstation 4 vr headset and he's got this fucking bizarre plastic tube thing set up as a gun <laughs> no. well, the white the white oh, I'm one i'm gonna stick it into the discord now yeah, yeah. yeah i've seen that yes they stopped the <laughs> looks like he's broken off part of a laundry basket or oh, something no i have seen that yes that's the playstation move gun basically that they've refitted to be for the vr yeah <laughs> mm. yeah because you put the controller in the front part and the back part I quite like the way that it appeals to my childhood because I feel like that was something, you know, when I was five years old, I would have found just a random piece of plastic a in co- the garden. Like, this is a gun now. Flip a coat hanger upside down. This is a gun now. It's a bow yeah, and arrow. arrow, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I, 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 I think uh, like, um, like a 3D printed rod to fit between two VR controllers would be quite neat. Uh, that's a thing. I'm a, yeah, yeah. You can get those on Amazon and stuff. I've been tempted to buy the extended, yeah. like grips for the handhelds when I'm playing Beat Saber. You can get things to make them actually like feel like they've got like, rubber and made out of rubber and silicone and stuff, so they're easier to grip because the, the small little plastic handles you get on the on the Oculus controllers can be a little bit slippy if your if your hands are getting sweaty. Lovely. But yeah, sweaty hands and VR. Problems, yeah. Yes. What are we up to next? Turrican Boys was the next thing that was released after that. What did, yeah, I didn't see this one. I blanked out. Must have um, <laughs> must have gone to get a drink or something. I don't... This th- is another one of probably one of the more flagrant um, examples of... Well, actually, no, more, more justified examples of rebooting old games. Mm. They're literally just doing a 30th anniversary edition of the Turrican series. So it's not just the first Turrican game for the Commodore. It's um, the sequels as well. And you can buy them as a big pack and you can just play them on a new system. And it's something, you know, that isn't already out and available on Steam to play. <laughs> Okay. I love that the remaster or remake is is half the price. I love that. We need to we need to find a a, a new name because I hate that we every every time we go to something we go oh the, this one the uh, the remake or, or the remaster. We just think of something that just makes those two words become one. I've got a solution. Stop fucking remaking <laughs> and remastering games and make new ones. Yeah, then we don't have to fucking worry about it. Cash in. Rehash. Rehash. Yeah, the latest unoriginal thought. I like it. An unoriginal regurgitation. Regurgitation. Even better. Mm. Love it. Regurgitation. one I prepared earlier. Yeah. Also, Rob, this this link you've sent, uh, so for the listeners, it's a a MagTube rifle configurator for your VR controllers. Looks like a sex toy. Can I lie? Hold on. Gary, to you, everything looks like a sex toy. <laughs> the fact there is a fucking website called ProTubeVR.com is just fucking exhausting to me. Yeah. <laughs> Feel oh. the game. Yeah, oh, God, there's, like, there's one a... that's even 
took a stock. Yeah, there's one that even includes like a fucking buttstock thing that simulates rifle fire and shit. It's uh, I, 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 you're right about still, the sex toy thing. Yeah, I was still on the sex toy there, Rob. You said butt, and I was well gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's got that. It's got that like homemade sex toy sort of That's vibe exactly. to it. You know, like some sort of fucking overly skillful engineer has crafted this thing in his garage, and his wife's leaving him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, not even not even because it's Burn a sex toy because he's making pro gamer yeah. tubes. <laughs> I mean, Rob, I had that exact same thing. The fucking chair. <laughs> the fucking chair after reading it. I don't think Johnny's seen Ben after reading, have you? What? Oh, <laughs> mate. George Clooney's dildo it. chair. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm this fucking at me. I'm calling about the security of your shit. <laughs> what? Christ almighty. That was a very, very yeah. good film. As a reference I do not under- understand, let's move on. Uh, Ratchet <laughs> staying and- in the edit, though. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, which was released on the PS5 uh, event as well. They didn't show us anything else other than the exact same trailer that was shown at the PS5 event. But yeah, that is still another thing that is coming out next year. Next year? This year? I can't remember. But yeah, that was everything from Gamescom. What was... uh, That was was it. it. Yeah. What was your favourite thing from uh, Gamescom that you're looking forward to, uh, Brendan? Well, obviously it was Age of Empires 3. I can't wait to fucking reinstall (laughs) it now. brilliant. Cool. (laughs) Gary? (laughs) Uh, Mine was obviously... uh... Um, Batman Gotham Knights Knights, paired with Suicide Squad kill kill the Justice League cannot wait cool Rob Full Guys season 2 yeah full Gamescom was fucking (laughs) watching it finish (laughs) actually my favourite part was the enthusiasm of the host and how well fitted his suit was that fucking oh, jacket. Jeff, Jeff Keighley. That was a crisp Jeff jacket. Keighley. Jeff Keighley. Look how fucking invested he was in that. Look at, how, look at his happy little face. You did your best with a god-awful lineup. Yeah, yeah, you did, actually, to be fair. Yeah. I, I, I would have struggled to be excited about any of that, but fuck me. I'm still very looking forward to Squadrons and the, the new stuff we've seen from Squadrons I'm quite looking forward to. I hope... Uh, is that sarcasm, yeah, Johnny? Like Medal no, of Honor that's, that's, and Squadrons. Uh, like, no, like, I'm genuinely no. looking forward to that as well, to be honest. Especially Same. in VR. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, that's actually two VR titles. Well, I mean, one fully VR and one supported VR titles that are actually kind of AAA. Quick one, a quick, quick yeah. question for you boys as well. Squadrons, how is that going to work in VR? Like, if it's a non-VR game and it's in VR, are we still playing keyboard and mouse but with VR headsets on? If so, how yep, am yeah, I seeing I what I'm pressing on my keyboard? Muscle memory, yeah. Like, just I, get used I, to it. I always look or at my use a, Or use a controller. I mean, it's built for PlayStation and Xbox as well. Yeah, I'm sure I, I, you could I just was sort of thinking, am I going to have to buy a fly stick? Is this something I'm going to have to do? I mean, you could do it for could extra be Maybe there will be like controller support yeah. where one handles you know you're thrust and interacting with things in the cockpit and then the other one is like directional based on you know where you're tilting the ship but i think that would be a difficult one for them to actually do well i quite like for them to use the actual inbuilt controls on the the vr controller mm, yeah 
If if it was like a fully VR one where you can like move, but surely the there's enough. There's the same amount of buttons like on the VR controllers than there is on a Xbox controller. Say, well, you could probably remap yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, I assume so. I, I I Rob Rob gave me his old um, flight stick, so I'm I'm gonna maybe try it out. Give it a proper it works. Yeah. Mm. Are you gonna use your flight stick, Rob? Yeah. I will well, do. Fingers crossed, I've got a job by October and I can buy a fly stick. I will absolutely not be buying a flight stick just for fucking Scott Star Wars oh. Squadrons. I will probably just use an Xbox controller. Are you playing Flight Simulator at the moment, Brendan? No. Um, I actually, because I've got the Game Pass thing, I was like, fuck, maybe I will get it just to check it out. And then I remembered it's like that 150 gig download. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it's yeah, not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you're an armor guy, like the joystick yeah, controls. Yeah, I've already matter. got a flight simulator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I, I, I was actually thought, considering like, uninstalling flight sim just because of the sheer size of size of it, and like I, I've kind of, I guess, had my fun with it. I, I mean, I'll probably jump back into it maybe a little bit, but 150 gig takes up quite a lot of space. But I think before I will uh, uninstall it, I'll Try it out with a flight stick first and see how it compares. Fly to Belfast and put a jetliner into my flat. <gasps> Sounds great. <funny. laughs> Probably get put on a watch list. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Uh, do, you think, do you think they're keeping an eye on who's flying into the Pentagon? I reckon they're keeping an eye on who's targeting the big settlements, for sure. <laughs> this guy has flown a plane into the Pentagon every time he's played this game. It's all he fucking does! <laughs> this, this it's pro- almost like he's training he's for something. Some- <laughs> <laughs> he's done a con- like intercontinental flight from <laughs> fucking Moscow. And for, he's, taken, he's, he's taken off from Cape Town, he's taken off from Adelaide, but every goddamn time, he only flies to the Pentagon. <laughs> and slams directly into the same room. <laughs> this guy's. We, we're gonna <laughs> keep an eye on him. This guy just keeps hovering, like weirdly hovering over Area Fifty. Wait, Fifty. Fifty-one. Sixty-four. Area Fifty-one. Fuck me. Jesus, Jesus my Christ, brain just Jerry. melted. Fuck. I was gonna say Area Fifty-four. Fuck. Sure, there is an Area Fifty-four. And. Uh, it seems that Gary seems to be uh, in a helicopter, just uh, constantly flying over Riley Reed's house. <laughs> Don't. You're going to have to cut that. Don't. You're going to have to cut that. <laughs> Stop bringing that evil yeah. into this place. You're definitely going to have to cut that, Rob. Yeah, let, then we're going to call it there for the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you do want to be read out at the beginning of the episode please leave us a five-star review over on itunes and uh yeah you can get your comment read out at the beginning of the podcast <laughs> what, what a, a treat, treat. exactly <laughs> brendan knows let's uh, uh we, we we do appreciate it we just, do just we do we love we love you all <laughs> we're laughing uh we're just gonna give a quick shout out to a few of our podcast friends over on twitter you've got at couch cousins who are the couch play cousins they are a great video games podcast go check those guys out uh, and we've also got another uk based uh video game chat or video game podcast as well we're the video game chat podcast another video game chat another video game oh. podcast based in the uk which is the pushing buttons podcast and they are the pb podcast uk 
They are another set of really cool guys. Go and check them out as well. Thank you all for listening. And yeah, if we want to uh, see anyone else or we'll see us all elsewhere on the internet, where are we going to look, Rob? You can find me on YouTube at Rob Coxie. Gary? You can find me on YouTube and Twitch at Endash and Endash underscore on Twitch. And you can find me on Twitch as well at twitch.tv forward slash Wiz. And what about you, Brendan? You can find me in your home with my good friend, Tom Cruise. Ah, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so, guys, thank you a lot. And we will see you next Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. I need a shit. So bad. Oh, shit. I haven't stopped recording. Stop recording.